If there's one thing we've learned about business and life, it's that people are the X Factor. They constantly surprise us, both in amazing ways and not so much. We're Ben and Sia, and welcome to the Gnaw on This Business Bites Podcast. This show is all about real-life things we all deal with every day, how they relate to business, and how to make some sense out of our daily chaos. Welcome to the show. And welcome back to another episode of Non This Business Bites with Ben and Sia. This week, we're going to talk about generational perspectives. Now, I don't know about the rest of you people. I'm a Gen X and I'm loud and proud. I you know, was born in 69. I'm right in the middle of it. You know, just missed the summer of 69. But you know what? I remember it fondly. You know, Sia, you're, I, I never will give away a lady's age. But you know what? You, you can either you know, tell us where you fit or not, but that doesn't really matter. Oh, I am a very, very proud Gen Xer myself. So. There we go. There we go. There but we I go. always, I always let a woman, you know, explain that on her own. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's very important. I get smacked around too much for telling a woman's age. You know, we, we just don't want to do that. Oh, uh, look, I get it. But you know what? I, I actually love the fact that I am my age, and I loved the fact I was any age in my twenties and my thirties and my forties, <clears throat> not fifties quite yet, but getting there. But it's, I think, at every stage there is a development that be proud of where you're at because you're, you're owning it for that moment in time. Absolutely. And, and I think that, you know, we're dealing with a unique point of our life as people get older and people are working longer that we have four and five generations working in the office at the same time. I mean, That's we crazy. have people that are 65, 68 years old you know, some some people I know in their seventies that are still still in the office, and they're they're productive and they're valuable, and they're they're acting as the old sage within the company. And then you get the young guns that are just coming out of high school. You know, their first job, they're excited, they're you know they're technologically savvy. You know, and it's there is fifty years in between these people, and I think it's an exciting time to be part of any organization that does that because. We need to embrace that every generation has its faults. Every generation has its power. Every generation has things they do well. Every generation has things that they have blind spots on. And the more we can learn from each other, the more we can sit there and say, you know what? I don't know everything. And maybe there's somebody else out there that was born 20 years earlier than me, 20 years later than me. They might have a different perspective on this that would give me some incredible insights. I remember, you know, my first job in sales and I was probably 18 or 19 years old and I walk onto the sales floor and the old guy on the floor was probably in his late fifties, early sixties. And he took me under his wing and he took me out on sales calls with him. And he sat down with me and said, look, you lead this call. I want to see how you're going to do it. And he, he let me go. And, you know, if I stumbled and I fell, he would be there and he would pick me up and he would show me what to do. And at the end of it, we'd go out for lunch or coffee or, or a beer at the end of the day. And we'd say, okay, Ben, what did you do well? And what didn't you do well? What did you learn from that? What would you do differently? What was important to that client? What were the things that were going to keep that person from buying? And I never would have had that 
if I had been close, it's, oh man, that guy's in his you know late fifties. He's he's older than my father. How the mm-hmm. you know whatever you know, I, I've got nothing to learn from this person. But the more we as generations can sit there and say, you know what, they have a different perspective than my. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's different. We need to celebrate that. So I want to let you get jump in on this, but that's that's my thought process on this whole piece. Yeah, no, I I love that you actually had someone that was willing to give you a chance, willing to mentor you and guide you along in a way where you it's almost like I can't teach you how to fish or, or I could teach you how to fish, but I can't do it for you right. for you to learn how to fish, if that makes sense. Right. Absolutely. And but I'll catch you if you fall. I'm not going to let you fail. And I don't know. I'm going to challenge it. I'm going to challenge us on this, maybe because we're Gen Xers, but I think the, the you know that whole controversy uh that uh, between the boomers and the millennials I okay boomer some, i know i know when my nieces and nephews call me boomer i'm like oh these them be fighting words okay <laughs> i don't mind the wisdom of the boomer generation but i am not that old yet damn it janet but that being said is this is do we are we as gen xers doing enough for that next generation are we being the mentors enough what you got what you experience do you think we're paying it forward or do you think there's because we're getting long i think well the gen x is a forgotten generation right so are we getting lumped into this hostile boomer mentality or do you think we're really helping the millennials who are pushing 40 by the way absolutely so are they, did we help the millennials along enough where they are mentoring the Gen Zs and Gen Alphas that are fast coming up? Well, first of all, Gen X is the, you know, the middle child generation. <laughs> we are the middle child generation. We grew up between, you know, the boomers and, and the millennials. And, and we were the forgotten generation be- between the two of them. And that's okay. You know, we are who we are. Uh, you know, our music is better. Our clothes were better. And, and, and we had, we had better television. So th- that's all right. Uh, but I look at it and sit there going, personally, <clears throat> mentoring has always been a huge part of me. And, and I think we should really get into this on, on a separate episode, but that's a different story altogether. But it's always been important to me to be a great mentor. Mm. And it's always been important to me to be able to sit there and say, okay, let's take some people under my wing, either officially or unofficially. And I do it through the universities. I've done it through different organizations that I belong to. And just be that person on the other end of a phone that somebody can call up and say, help, I don't get this. And it doesn't have to be a formal thing. It doesn't have to be a meeting every second Tuesday at eight o'clock in the morning. Mentoring can be what you want it to be as long as it works for both of you. And what what I've always learned is I learn as much from the person I'm mentoring as hopefully I'm giving them. And I think it has to be a give and take situation. It has to be the fact where you're able to sit there and say, you know what? I've been down that rabbit hole. I've fallen flat on my face. Yeah, I've made that mistake. Here, Here's some different ways to think of something. And I think the more we can just be there as a voice of guidance, the better it is. But I'm going to say a caveat to this is that, and this may be another episode that we talk about, is, is you know the whole Me Too where a lot of people my age are terrified to be mentors today because to be able where, you know, where someone in their forties and fifties may have mentored younger women before and help elevate the next generation of young women. 
we're afraid to be in a, in a room one-on-one with them because you never know how it's going to end up. And I think that there's been a whole shift in mentorship and a whole shift in that type of, of relationship because of the fact that people are scared of what if I say the wrong thing? What if something is misinterpreted? What if something somebody hears something and they think you said this, but you actually meant to say that because they only heard half the conversation half yeah. and all of a sudden you get reported to HR and there's all the challenges that go along with that. So there's, you know, there's mentor, there's being a mentor, which I think is important. And the question is, do we have enough mentors? And I think that's, that's a conversation on its own. And I think there's the whole thing of how do we be mentors in a post me too situation where we can elevate that next generation of women that need help. And they need that, you know, that they need that guidance without being in a position where you feel like you, you have to be so cautious about what you do that you're not really being effective. I, I think there's, I mean, we're going to, this could be another, we, we're going to have to add that, add that to another checklist of our topics. Cause I think the idea of mentorship, it, it needs to be reciprocal. I think the tides are flipping in a way or it's moving where mentorship is like a bi-directional. So I am looking for a Gen Z mentor, if you will, because the language is different. And I'm not saying that it's a new concept the hippy dippy, the boomers had their own, you know, language, the eighties, someone just posted a meme that was cracking me up. I haven't uh, thought of the word that's tubular and like forever, but you know, <laughs> the gen X had their own, you know, language, right? Yes, we and did. It, and each subsequent has their own keywords, right? Like my nieces and nephew, they're like, yeah, fam. or Yeah. Bra. And I'm like, bra. I'm like, I am wearing a bra. And then they're like, no, you're so out of touch. You know, there's just a different nuances, but the sentiment of humanity is the same. Absolutely. So I think as long as we understand that our if, if our intentions are good and pure, we just need to tweak a little bit of the, the, the wording, if you will, that we'll still understand each other. But that goes back to communication, which is a topic that I want to, I think we really need to focus on another Absolutely. episode altogether. Absolutely. But, but I think generations, there is so much going down here. And just because we're talking about generation, I think in mentorship in this context, you know, really high level. It needs to be a two-way street that maybe us as Gen Xers, we haven't really thought about that before. We always assume it's the wiser, the Yoda that's going to be one to help us. But I think with technology, with the platforms that are all available on social media, for example, uh, it's it's like flipping for us, right? Like, yeah. I don't understand the nuances of TikTok. I understand the value of TikTok, mm -hmm. but you put me in front of that and it'll be like a train wreck, right? Um, so I think there's something to be said about that. Uh, gener generational relationships um, and communication and mentorship, man, I, we could just keep talking about that. But so let's gnaw on that then. So how do we want to sound bite that business bite that? What would you say for today's conversation with generations? You know what? I think we all need to realize that first of all, we're all human beings. We all need to be listened to, understood and valued. We all need to realize that every single person out there has something of value and something that they can provide us that we don't know and an area of expertise that we don't. And I think that if we stop taking a look at somebody as a Gen Z or a millennial or a Gen X or a boomer, guess what? Those labels don't mean anything. People are people. We're human beings first. And if we treat people as human beings and assume we have something to learn from everybody, I think we're all going to be better off. Mm. Oh, I, I agree 100%. I wish I could disagree. We got to disagree more often, Ben. We're, we're too much in the 
same I hear you vibe. Well, there we go. We'll we'll get into the he said she said sooner or later in this. Don't worry. Well, we'll we'll know we'll know on this a little bit then. So I think that's a great wrap up for this episode, Ben. What do you think? Hey, listen. Thanks for joining us, everybody. All right. See ya. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for listening to another episode of Not On This Business Bites. If you liked what you heard, we most humbly ask that you like, share, and hit that subscribe button. And if you want to communicate more effectively within your organization, contact Ben at yourbrandmarketing.com or me, Sia, at innovationmediaenterprises.com. We can help you build your community, brand awareness, and personality through podcasting. We cannot wait to hear from you. So see you next week for another episode of Not On This Business Bites.